the health and nutrition space is full of myths. And in today's podcast, I'm going to be looking at an article that I just read recently called Top 10 Nutrition Myths That Just Don't Die. I'm going to deep dive into it and see, is it actually true what they're saying here or these real things? Let's get into it. Welcome to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. This podcast is for athletes of all levels who want to level up their nutrition to level up their game. Join me as I explore the world of nutrition, health, and performance. Each week, I dive into a new topic to help expand your knowledge, separate truth from myth, and change your perspective so you can start winning the right way and reach your peak potential. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian nutrition coach. Let's go. Welcome back to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian. And as I said, today we're deep diving into nutrition myths. Specifically, it's going to be a bit of an article review. Okay, it's a bit of an article I read online. I'm going to go break through it. They've, tell, they've kind of outlined five nutrition myths. And I'm going to see, are they actually telling the truth? Are these in fact myths? Or are these things that are actually real and you should be following instead? So without further ado, let's get straight into it. So in this article called Top 10 Nutrition Myths That Just Don't Die, myth number one says drinking whole milk is bad for you. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a myth. Okay, There is nothing inherently bad about drinking whole milk. Now, if you're trying to conserve calories, well, it might be a good idea to go for skim milk or, lean, or light milk or something like that. But in of itself, drinking whole milk is not bad for you. I've got, I've got a few clients who happily drink whole milk and they're perfectly fine. Okay, and many people out there are drinking whole milk and they're doing just fine. So it's all context that matters there. But yeah, that's definitely a myth. So, so far, good start. Myth number two they say is myth is don't eat more than 30 grams of protein at once. Yeah, that's that's a real myth as well. So there's this concept around, oh, you don't want to eat too much protein because either you you piss it out or it just goes, goes you know unused or that it's unhealthy for you and things like that. Now, I'm not saying eat so much protein in a meal that you don't know what to do with it. You know, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100 grams of protein a meal. A lot of that's going to go potentially not to waste, but it's not going to go to what you're hoping for, which is muscle protein synthesis. So there's this thing about people don't understand there's a difference between muscle protein synthesis and protein for that and protein going towards other areas of function in your body. So if you eat protein, most of it's going to be used. It's just that it's not all of it's going to be used for muscle protein synthesis. But even then, 30 grams, I mean, 30 grams is a good amount to aim for as a baseline for your meals. But even then, you could probably eat more and still get some benefits from it. But you don't need to just cap yourself off at 30 grams. You can eat more. It's a myth that you need to stop eating after 30 grams or that it's going to be bad for you or not be used. It will be used just for other things. Now, the third one is keto diets are healthy and good for lifters. So this is a myth they're saying, is that keto diets are healthy and good for lifters. Mm, that is, yeah, that's the, they're, they're correct there as well. Keto diets are not inherently healthy. And a lot of the time, the way they're done and, and the individuals who are doing them, it makes them inherently unhealthy, in fact. And good for lifters, there is nothing in this world that annoys me more than the idea that having less carbs will equal better performance. Now, whether someone thrives on having less carbs and they do just fine because their physiology and adaptations and that sort of thing, okay, that's a whole different story. 
But to the idea that you will be better off than eating carbs if you were to cut out carbs is just complete crap. You're always going to benefit more by having carbs in your diet. It's just the primary fuel source for your body. Your body will use that carbs to fuel itself. So while keto diets are definitely not healthy inherently, they're definitely not good for lifters as well just in of itself. Just because some lifters are okay on it and perform perfectly fine, that does not mean that they wouldn't perform better if they were to have carbs. Okay, There is a distinction there. Because there's, there's this idea out there with nutrition that just because it's not needed, i.e. you don't technically need carbs, that it doesn't mean that it's not optimal. That there's a difference there. Optimal and needed are different. Okay, So yeah, this, this myth is, is real as well. Keto diets are healthy and good for lifters. Yeah, that's a myth. Myth number four, you should always take a multivitamin. Now that they're so far, they're hitting the nail on the head with these. That in fact is a myth. There's no reason for you to take a multivitamin unless you know that you've got some deficiencies or that you know that you're very active. For example, athletes could benefit from having just a broad spectrum multivitamin just to make sure that, that their levels are topped up without having to worry about the nitty gritty. Potentially there could be some applicability. Again, with supplements, never take this as advice. This is all just kind of talking out loud, kind of guiding you, giving you the general advice. But multivitamins in of itself, for the vast majority of people who take them, they're just taking them for the sake of taking them. Now, is it bad to take multivitamins? No, it's not bad. I mean, if you want to spend the money on it and it's not too much of a hassle for you, go ahead and do it, you know? There's not going to be a problem there. If, there, if you could hypothetically get multivitamins for free, I would be like, yeah, most people just take them if they're for free, you know? There's not going to be any kind of major issues. But it's the concept around people thinking that they're going to be better off by taking them or that they need to spend heaps of money on them. That is a myth. A lot of people don't need a multivitamin. In fact, you're better off spending that money on individual vitamins and minerals that you may be lacking in your diet, depending on a myriad of different kind of factors and stuff like that, than, than going for a multivitamin. But at the end of the day, this is not saying that multivitamins are bad even if you don't need them. It's more so you could save your money a lot of the time. Now, myth number five, they say, is steak makes you stronger. Yeah, that's a myth, okay? So far, so good. So that's a myth. Steak in of itself, we tend to associate with like bodybuilders and strength athletes and things like that. And we tend to think, okay, they eat steak, they're strong, steak equals strong. But that's not how it works, okay? That's, that's not causation, that's correlation. And even then, steak in of itself, while it is a good source of creatine and good source of, of protein and stuff like that, in of itself, it does not just make you stronger, you need to have the right training regimen. Your total nutrition needs to be where it needs to be. You need to be eating the right amount of calories. All this sort of thing matters as well when it comes to strength. It's not just a steak makes you stronger. That doesn't work like that. Myth number six, egg yolks are really bad for you. Wrong. Egg yolks are a powerhouse of nutrients when it comes to the egg. The egg yolk is what makes the egg such a healthy food. Okay, It's what makes me say that eggs are the, the nutritious protein ball of the, of, the, of the natural world, okay? So egg yolks in itself, while they're a bit higher in fats and all that sort of stuff, and people tend to over-obsess over the fact that they have cholesterol in them, keep in mind that cholesterol dietary-wise is not what causes cholesterol in your blood to go up. So egg yolks in themselves, as long as you can make it fit your calories, which to be honest, you should be able to. I don't know what this obsession is about making every single recipe have egg whites. Like, yeah, it's just... I'm not going to go into that. But egg yolks in themselves, having a whole egg is a great way to get protein and other nutrients at that. So egg yolks are not really bad for you. This is a myth. They're spot on with that. 
Myth number seven, protein powders are all the same. Yeah, this is a myth. Protein powders are not all the same. Now, whether you should be taking a protein powder or not, and which one you should be taking at that, that's going to be dependent on you individually. So remember, I'm not going to say whatever I say doesn't mean you have to go out and buy it. But there is differences in the quality of protein powder and also the other things to do with it. So obviously, you know, there's big ones like, is it a vegan protein powder or is it non-vegan? All that sort of stuff, you know, to fit your dietary preferences, of course. But beyond that, there is quality differences. So for example, a whey protein powder is a very high quality protein powder and has been well researched. So if you're someone that can consume whey within your diet and consume milk and dairy and that sort of stuff, then giving it whey-based protein powder is going to be kind of the gold standard. But then other protein powders, they're not going to have the same quality. They might have other additives to it. And by additives, I don't mean kind of those little things that people obsess over. Oh, that's a that's a preservative. Da, 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 da. I mean like they'll add like a fat burner to it and it'll just jack, jack up the price for no real benefit, that sort of thing. So obviously you want to make it as, for lack of a better word, even though I don't like to use the word, clean. Get a protein powder as clean as possible. That's basically mostly protein flavor and, and, and stuff like that, okay? So protein powder is not all the same. There are better quality ones and there are ones that are of lesser quality as well. Now, myth number eight is bread is unhealthy. I couldn't tell you how many times I've heard that bread is unhealthy and that is in fact a myth, okay? Bread is healthy. Bread is a staple of a diet, if you, if you like bread, of course. And you can eat bread, still be healthy, still be functional, still get the results you're hoping for, no matter what it is and what goal you're trying to achieve. Bread gets this hate because of its association with being refined, because of its association with being just a sole carb, and for its association with foods like you know burgers and hot dogs and that sort of stuff where people tend to associate, oh, that must make you gain weight or must be unhealthy for you. Just complete BS, a lot of, lot of misinformation around carbs and breads in general. But yeah, bread is not unhealthy. Bread can form a great part of your diet. Just make sure you eat it strategically. Don't eat, you know, six slices at lunch with just some butter on top and think it's a, it's a healthy meal. It's all contextual. Remember, there is no bad food. There is no good food. There's a good diet and there's a bad diet. Keep that in mind. Myth number nine is don't eat before bed. So this one, I'm assuming they're talking about the concept of, of when they say, because technically speaking, anything you eat is before bed, just given the amount of hours that you're breaking it up between eating and bed, of course. But yeah, I'm just being a bit of a smart ass there. Essentially, I think what they mean here is don't eat right before bed or don't eat after a certain time. And that, in fact, is a myth. When it comes to fat loss, because that's usually the context that people talk about this one, when it comes to fat loss, it doesn't matter when you eat. It matters that in the total day, how many calories you're eating. And then across the week and month, are you keeping a consistent calorie balance? You can eat right before bed. I don't advise it. It's not going to be the best thing for your, for your potentially health, but also for like your sleep quality. But if you maintain, let's say, 2,000 calories, but you'd happen to eat, you know, one day you eat the last meal at 6 o'clock and the other one you eat at 8 o'clock, that's not going to make a difference at the most practical level. So don't stress over it. You can eat before bed. Just give yourself, you know, an hour or two before you go to bed just to settle your stomach and so you can sleep better because that's another thing you have to remember. It's not just about nutrition and fat loss. There's all these other concepts around health you need to understand. And then finally, myth number 10, they've said here is artificial sweeteners make you gain weight. Again, spot on. That is in fact a myth. Artificial sweeteners do not make you gain weight. There is nothing in them that makes you gain weight. It's just complete crap that people kind of kind of put onto these artificial sweeteners and say they make you gain weight. Other ones I've heard is they make you crave sugar. Other ones I've heard is that they're toxic and poison and things like that. 
none of this can be substantiated with evidence. And the research has done in levels that are not even humanly possible to consume. So artificial sweeteners, you know, I'm just going to use the context of most people understand, a, a can or a bottle of, of a diet drink, like a diet Coke or whatever, or a Pepsi Max, that is not going to make you gain weight and it's not going to be toxic for you. That is, in fact, the myth and that's spot on. So yeah, that's the 10. Now, obviously, there's a whole bunch of myths in the nutrition world, but the 10 that this article broke down, you know, drinking whole milk is bad for you. Don't eat 30 grams of protein at once or more than 30 grams, I should say. Keto diets are healthy and good for lifters. You should always take a multi. Steak makes you stronger. Egg yolks are bad. Proteins are not all the same. Uh, uh, proteins are all the same, sorry. Uh, bread is unhealthy. Don't eat before bed and artificial sweeteners make you gain weight. All of these myths are in fact myths. So this article hit the nail on the head when it came to this. So I have no issues with what they've said here. These are all myths that you should stop believing. So if you need to rewind back and listen to it again, do so or write it down, okay? And share this with people who feel would benefit from this because there's enough overwhelm, stress and anxiety in the nutrition world around all these conflicting information. So even if 10 myths, we can kind of nip that in the bud, awesome. That That's going to help you. It's going to help your, your friends, your family, your teammates, whoever it may be that can benefit from this. But yeah, that's what I've got to say about this article. It's all spot on. So all myths you should avoid. If you've got any questions regarding any of this, reach out. Okay, in the description notes below, you'll be able to find all the contact details. Great way to contact me is go on Instagram, follow me at The Climbing Dietitian and send me a DM there. It's very easy to reach me there. But of course, I'm always on email. So send me an email if you need to. And if you need help, okay, if you're looking for one-on-one coaching or to talk to a sports dietitian and see how I can help you, reach out as well. Let me know what's happening. Let me know what you're struggling with. Let me know what your goal you're trying to achieve. Let's have a bit of a chat and just see if it's a good fit. Until then, I'll see you next time. Stay safe, stay classy as always. And yeah, see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast so you can stay up to date whenever I drop an episode. And of course, if you enjoyed today's podcast, remember to go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. You can also find me on socials where I regularly post valuable sports nutrition content to help you elevate your sports game, elevate your nutrition game, and reach your peak potential. Simply search for The Climbing Dietitian and be sure to click follow. Until next time, stay safe and stay dedicated.